Jesus. That sounds like some Welcome to the Jeff and Casey show. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey show. Well, we show. haven't done this for two weeks, so I've... I love the Mega Timer, though. I'm, I say this every time now, but it's just, it's, it feels good you know to what? have it back. You know what is an awesome feature of the Mega Timer that we've never talked about? No, I do not know. There are two switches along the side okay. that turn on the Mega Timer. Okay. One. All right. And one turns on the backlight. Oh, okay. So, but they are mutually exclusive, which means you can turn on what? the backlight with no... The oh, digital display. It's oh, just okay. So a glue. It, they're, I, wired, I, I, they're wired. They're wired. This is no. this is like old school NASA technology yeah. where they're like, we don't want interrelated coupling oh, system failures. It's well, like the, the mega timer is mission critical. Fail. Right. Yes, it's right. mission critical. So maybe you know, for example, I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but school, elementary school and stuff, yeah. is a dangerous place now. It is a dangerous place. I mean, place. if you believe mm-hmm. the, the modern pe- media spin on this. Right. And the people doing the training. Basically, we've kids, about kids it. are getting mowed down by right machine left. guns mm-hmm. every day in school. Like, that is the norm, yep. is thousands of children are mowed down by machine guns. Mainly right. because the teachers are hiding. They, they right, immediately right, yes. go into hiding. Well, what was, so, what I was going to say is with the Mega Timer. Maybe they're thinking, all right, look, there's a lot of situations, emergency situations, where the lights go out. The power to the school has been cut, Jeff. It has been cut. Now, that would all make sense if anyone can use the Mega Timer. And I I Mm -hmm. defy someone to figure out the the, uh, Mega Timer in less than five minutes in optimal situations. Not right, yes, in like, I yeah, think right. you'd have to have like, a non-panic you know, scenario. You know those NASA big simulators where right, they right. have to land? Yes, and like, yes. That would be like it'd be a little simulated yes, mega timer emergency yes. where you have to. I can't do it. it. Given two weeks off, right? I forget that like it's like no, you have to press like on stopwatch cancel start. Well, don't forget like, these are like you know second graders, so they're way better with electronics than you are. That's probably true. No, well, not these the kind thing. of electronics. If this was a touch thing, I totally. Right, okay. get it. This is like <laughs> the yeah, this is your generation. This is Radio Shack. Yeah. Right? You got a point yeah. there. It's what you grew up with. They've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this before. They're like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, like it's got the the sort of LED style. If we took this open, right. it's going to be complete yeah. discrete Wire circuitry. Wrap, yeah, right. all yeah. kind of stuff. Well, so you don't know. You don't know how hard this mega timer is we said on a previous podcast here we said oh we ordered a new mega timer because we lost the old one yes and it hasn't changed at all right <laughs> it's true but for all you know there's some like serious 007 shit going on here like this could have defenses against the school shoot like maybe oh. you push the right buttons and like blow Things darts come out. come out and like nerve well, gas and well maybe it's bulletproof maybe this thing can stop a fucking you know a shell there's so many buttons. I mean, there's so much stuff here that is like Visual Studio sounding. Like there's what the student mean? selector. There's the te- <laughs> there's there's the team selector. Awesome. There's the random button. I like that there's a button called oh, random. random, and that's what you, when when we start the show. Yeah, I always press the random button. Okay, because it clears out oh, okay. all other settings. So that when you okay. hear that, it's it choosing a random number. Oh. I don't know how to clear it. Like, if I hit stop and start, it just starts counting from where it lasts. So, if it was on 80 minutes last time from our last podcast, it'll just be like 81 81. minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, I hit random and it goes into the mode where it's going to give you, because it just gives you a four digit random Random number. number. That's all it does, by the way. Kind of like a Microsoft uh, runtime library. This is totally the, (laughs) the team selector. Four digits of randomness may be more randomness than you get from a Microsoft runtime library. So, um, 
We have our we have our Thai iced teas. We're getting back That's to true. real. So old we haven't addressed this. We kind of got off mm-hmm. on the mega timer. This is the first time since season two where we've gone I full. Say, where we have returned to the full complement of Jeff and Casey's show paraphernalia. That's if true. You will. We have tits in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I don't like it. We have it. Thai iced teas. So here's the situation. Yes. You know when like professional sports. Uh, 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 basketball players and such have like the very best okay. usually have many rituals because they're borderline autistic you know, I, anyway. The only reason they I know is because you told me. I yeah. don't know. I mean, baseball players, obviously, like, I kind of know they have all these, you know, they get up to bat and they do yeah, yeah, they all have their and they're things. rubbing their helmet and waving and the dead chicken And there's so much just like preloading and so you try to get into this thing. Like Ray right. Allen reties his shoes supposedly thousands of times okay, before so the, he goes on the court. He just ties. So there's OCD ties. shit happening Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, the best shooters like have always player. been like that. Have, okay. have been very... Because the whole act of doing it is like doing the exact precise same motions okay. over So if over. Ray Allen had been born... So it's not that... If, if he had been born like a rich white kid or something, he'd be in fucking Joliard being one of those people who's freaking out about violin or something. Well, when, is that what you're telling me? It's like It's well, like super compulsive... Like when headspace when um you get like behind the scenes books about yeah um especially basketball players that's what it comes up a lot in is they remark on how similar they are to autistic people not only because yep. they have all these little uh, machinations they do okay. but also because they're very insular like since oh, they're uh, since they showed the fact that they're extremely good at something yeah. They don't have a life like really. They go to school, and the minute they're off school, they are playing basketball till they fall asleep. That's how you get good at something that good. So, so this like, is this is exactly it. It is exactly yeah. the like person who ha- doesn't get to have a life really. Yeah, yeah, no. Practiced violin twenty four hours a day, and like the yes. parents are mad at them or whatever. So what I'm saying is that's what we're getting back into. Is like we get our ties tees, but we, we don't the practice anything. No, 20, this is like, but this is what we're practicing, that, and right. this is how we get better at okay. it. Okay, all right. All I'm saying is we're we're exceptional. So in your in your mind, the basketball <laughs> player, like they they go up to this. We are the Michael I don't know Jordan who Ray Allen. I don't even know who Ray Allen is, obviously. Yes. But they go up to him and they ask him, and like, what do you do to prepare for a game? And they're mm-hmm. like, Ties well, fees. first of all, I'm like two hours late <laughs> to the game. <laughs> right. 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 Second of all, I like get myself a Thai iced tea mm-hmm. and a glass of water. I start playing the game and I forget the rules. A bunch of non-functional And I start arguing with yeah, somebody, somebody else, else on the bench. <laughs> and we're like gestating What's while the team on? is. Yeah. Um, all right. So, hey, I wanted to talk about something. All right. So we're done with is that the, pre- is the preamble we're, done? We're, we're going to show, we're gonna we're gonna show what, what okay. the TIST is going to do for us. Okay, all right. So uh, I had to take the train to Boston and back from New York recently. Okay, yes. Okay, and yeah. I had imagined, and like we've talked about, the yacht experiencing being more bus than the like, – Yacht like, I, I'm sorry, the, uh, uh, you know, the cruise experience – Oh, right, People right, People right, thinking yes. yacht, oh, yeah. and it's actually bus. It is bus, yes, right. that's correct. <clears throat> Train is, like, also bus. In America. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yes. I'm talking well, about Well, in modern Boston. America. In, in older times in America, it was much like plane travel... Reserved banana cakes. Like oh, there I was see. like, oh yeah, it's a, the grand piano is playing, no. and it's a party, and there's jazz band and whatever. This is not happening. That is not happening anymore. No. no, that's true. So I got on there, and you took I what? Expected... Did you take the Excella? What were you on? Yeah, it's the Excella. So you were Boston to New York, New York to Boston. What? What were you doing? New York to Boston round trip. 
Both sides, okay. yeah, both directions. And so everyone's like, no, no, it's just, it's nice. The train's awesome. You just sit there and work and like it's quiet and all that. Yes. Get on the fucking train. Yeah. And, and the other thing is like, hey, the, the whole point is you don't go to the airport. Nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Okay, so we get to the goddamn train terminal and, okay. our, and our train is canceled. I don't know how you cancel a train. Like, I don't know. It's just sitting there in the way. Well, I don't know what they did with it. Where's, Doesn't matter. Where's CNN? Where is CNN? Yes. Where's, Where's the, the debris of they, my train? How have they not found this train? I, Jeff is there. There's the supposed train is not to be a train. on the track. There's no train. And it's a CNN, ghost. It's a ghost train filled with rats. Where is somewhere the train? in the train yard? Yes. Anyway, so they're like, I right. feel like so. This is the thing. This is why CNN is going off the air slowly. Is because they don't understand that any time something is expected to arrive and doesn't. They could go into a full twenty-four hour news cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They could it's just like, be like, "What? Where was the? Where was the the conductor of this exactly. train? What were his last words? Like, right. let's see if we can get an interview with the family." The story has turned to the bus driver. Right? <laughs> so, like, anyway, we get on this. We yeah. get on. We because they have to pack us onto the next train. Yeah, it is elbow to elbow. Okay, people are on their cell phones. Right, it's full okay. banana. Yeah. You took it in the face. So I'm like, I go on there and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going to focus. I'm just going to do some work. I'll put my headphones on. It'll be fine. My expectations, I admit, <laughs> of the internet on the train were high. Oh, okay. So yeah. you were going to try and use internet, the train I have, internet. I have used airplane internet. Right. It is slow. Yeah. But it works. All right. The train internet yeah. turns out, yeah. because you, it tells you this yeah. when you sign in. Yeah. It is one 3G connection yeah. for the whole fucking train. Yeah. The whole train is on one thing. I feel like it's also kind of like we don't do tunnels or whatever. Like, so like when we go through various it's areas. 3G, I have no idea. Yeah. And so I can't even mm-hmm. I can't even P4 sync. Right. Let but alone like check. So, the, but do, what the fuck, dude? Like you get on the train. I didn't. Have I didn't think about. It. I did okay, not think right. to check your, out. That part's on you. I told the rest you of it's my expectation you, okay. of the internet on the because yeah. I'm like we are on the ground. Like, but the ground ID- is harder. Plane is easier actually. Okay. Because it can just do like it's got an unadulterated look up to the sky. Dude, I thought the there heavens, was going to be like some fourth rail with just the internet. No, there's that no is fourth rail. rail. The internet. The third rail's the power. Like, the fourth rail's. So, so in your mind, in your world, it's like it's Web somebody, somebody pissed on the internet rail is the reason mm-hmm. that the, the connection is spotty because there's this this whole separate conduit running down there with some kind of rotary Ethernet in, jack. That in the thing any is just case, spinning. you I and am, I feel like that's a William Gibson thing. No, I feel like there's probably some kind of a, a novel somewhere where there is a fourth rail for net connection or something uh-huh. like this. That's how we. Okay, do it. all right. Anyway. Uh, Long story short, I couldn't get anything done. I had no media. I read your, I read the book that you're working on. Oh, okay. Blasted through that. All right. Um, literally, I'm out of shit to do by okay. 45 minutes into the okay. train, except be angry at the other train. Okay. And, and Dawn is like reassuring me, like it's gonna be okay. okay. It's gonna be okay. I start to Rooney up, and and oh, okay, all right. And then everything gets bad, right. and then finally I like how many I'm Roonies, gonna walk the train. How many Rooneys were you at? Oh, I hit a full Rooney on the okay, train. Okay, you were at 1.0 Rooney. It's a three and a half hour thing. I ran all out of right. things to do at 45 minutes. Okay, all right. So I want, like, the all guy right. who's on his phone yeah. was, like, doing stuff, like, all reading right. numbers. Okay. So I had started saying numbers at the same time. To try and confuse him. Just to be a dick. Just to be like, a dick. Like, right. anyway, right. so it got. It's an asshole move. Pretty, so, anyway, on the way back, now, I'm it, like, I have to hold get. On, hold on one second. Right. So, what I, one thing I was going to interject there. 
was that I was prepared at the beginning of this story mm -hmm. to jump in with one of those comments that everyone does. It's like, oh, you don't understand. Like, the trains in Japan are awesome. It's like these U.S. trains or whatever the fuck. But actually, it turns out, based on your story, that I cannot make such a comment because the situation that you're talking about is exactly what happens in Japan if a train, if there's an incident, right? Oh, I So, see. like, if you end up in a situation where there's, like, a fire at a terminal or something like this, then you get the exact same thing where, like, all the trains are now jam-packed and it's yeah. a disaster. So, unfortunately, yeah. you, did, you, you have did a that. legitimate train complaint. This is, this is a legitimate, universal train, train complaint. complaint that you have here. Okay, so we go, we see the play, we meet your parents, hang out with your parents in the morning, mm -hmm. have some breakfast. And I get back and I go, okay, to prevent further Roonies, right. I need to get a book to read. Okay. And so, but we're at the train station. So, but wait, so there's, there's been two hours and 15 minutes of you just Rooneying. Of like, you just on the way to the way on, to. on the way to So Boston. it was just like, everyone's at, mad at Jeff. Because okay, I am so, like, look at that. Why'd they misspell that? Okay. Can they do this? Like, right. just like everything okay. I can, like, I get into comment right. mode right. where it's like, what, you know, where you're, where right. you're opening the nuts and counting the yep, nuts. Yep. That's okay. was the full Rooney okay. when I'm in that situation where right. nothing doesn't get commented okay. by. I'm like, okay. look at that lady's purse. Right. It's bigger than her head. Like, just, right. whoa! Okay. I don't like it any more than anybody yeah. else does. But it's what All happened. Right? So, it, but it happened. That's right. So on the way back, it. I'm like, I can't, I'm going to get thrown off the train yes. if I go full Rooney again. Right. But presumably, on the way back, you will have, have time... You should have, in theory, have P4 synced. You should have been put, you've put yourself in a position to use a laptop, have you not? There's a whole nother story. What's the other story? Okay, this is, this is separate from what I was going to talk okay, about. Right. Is we're staying at uh, the F Marriott something okay. in, in uh, there, in, yeah. uh, right in next to the playhouse that we're going okay. to see the play in. Sure. Can't remember which Marriott it is. You anyway, we're downtown stop? Boston. You're in like. It's kind of near where you got married there. It was in that okay. zone. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm there. So near the science museum. Yes. Probably like four blocks away. Mm -hmm. um, like when we went to go down to the fancy restaurant uh, okay. by the water. All right. So you're near the north end. Yes. Okay. Boston I go in there. I check in. Yeah. I like, all right, this is fine. I will pull. The, I will P4 sync. Yes. I will uh, plex sync some movies and shit to watch. All right. Because there is power there. I'm not going to run out of power on the train. Right, right. Which is nice. Yes. Okay, this is weird. Can't seem to connect. Oh, you know, it's okay. So one of the things where you connect and then you have to go to the web page. Oh, first. right, right. To make sure that you pay uh, your $15 a day. Or yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Call them downstairs and they're like, yeah, the system that takes the orders for the fourteen ninety five is down. Not the internet. The shit that they just want to charge you, the yeah. bullshit. This was a $400 a night place, right, mind right, you. It right. was not oh, yeah. cheap. Well, this is what I said. The, this is what I just said on a recent episode of, the of Jeff. Jeff and Casey. The one with the whale, actually. The one with the whales. When we were talking okay. about Blackfish, I said, the more you pay for your hotel room, the more likely you are to get fucked on the internet. I was if you, if you pay $50 a night for your hotel room, you get free internet. You get, if you pay, if the cost of your hotel room is less than what you pay per month in internet charges at home, you will get free get internet. internet. So if if there are that, bugs, right, you yes. get internet. I don't know how yeah. that's possible, but that is the truth. Anyway, I couldn't get that, so I didn't, I, I had no, not only did I not have that, So you were just completely fucked. I mean, I could have probably gone to a coffee shop, but we got up Or like asked my parents to yeah. take the laptop back. Like, can you, can you bring this back to your home? And 
Anyway, so I go to the bookstore and I just right. go to buy a book. Okay. And like all the books there right. are of the kinds of books that people buy to read on a train or an airplane. Right. Which because are that's like the only business thrillers, they get yeah. murder, right, right. like all this kind of yeah. thing. Or like now, the latest from fucking that guy with the fucked up hair who's always just makes shit up. I don't know uh, who you're talking about. What's his name? Oh, um, Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. 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 It's like stuff yeah. like that that's yeah. like – it's like – Guess what? The entire yeah. world revolves around this new thing I just found. Right. It's called like, you know, the, the... A Thousand Easy Paces. Yes, exactly. And it's like the only way to really, really understand something yes. is to think about it and while you walk walking. a thousand right. paces. Yes. And I've gone back yes. and it turns out that Einstein yes. always walked. Yes. Now, he didn't... We don't know if it was a thousand paces, but right. I think we can safely assume. Yes. No, he's just full... That's what he... It, that is actually amazing. What you just did... That's like a book. No, that no, is like his next book, yeah. what uh-huh. you just did. It'll mm-hmm. be like, so he goes through and he talks about, it's not like I exhaustively studied all geniuses. It's like three. Yeah. Like okay. he'll pick three and people in history out of, weird out of walked, context. or might have yeah. walked or, or have people have said they may have walked. Yeah. And then he has like the stupid titles about like this like apocryphal incident that he doesn't actually have the data for, it's but so then he's like talking about Einstein having trouble coming up with a thing, and then what? on the 999th step, he like lifts up his foot and is like, ah, right, it. and then like so thus starts the prologue. It is absolute bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. you're getting you're either gonna get so Gladwell or you're gonna get like, now the master, genre fiction, right? And then the master of the books for men, at least, in this, like, airport, train station situation. Now, how did you know this is was Tom the four Clancy. men? Okay, just, yes. be, just because, hey, Yeah, but, well, Clancy. most of the, almost all the books are oriented towards women. Like, okay. just, like, right. you look at them and they're like, okay, yeah, okay. Da, da, right. da, 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 you're looking around. What the, there tends to be is maybe one or two And is that because women, you think that's women read more? Because the women read more? Yes, I right. think so. Okay. Um that's, that's I'm guessing, the but like, I mean, or... that's the kind of common story everyone tells. Right, right. Probably Gladwell. Right, Gladwell probably yeah. did this at some point, and it's right. totally wrong, but it's right. just like, no, no, no. Yeah. Women read, men don't read. Right. We know, Yesterday we know it's readers. true. Right. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Tom Clancy wrote those, wrote all those kinds of books that were like the little, the spy, right. you know, the stupid spy movie yeah. books. Now, he's, he's, written... de- he's dead, right? Yeah, There's no croaked. more Tom Clancy. No, no, no. Oh, there's still Clancy. They that like holy shit Clint, is his they, name he's a brand. stamped on shit yeah and it's something not... else written. I would have probably bought those. Wow. Now I've read a lot of Tom Clancy's. Okay. Um, because they are like they're fairly breakneck. They okay. are really terribly written. Not, yes. I would say that. Not, yeah. That's not true. The prose is very difficult. The, in the, those. It is it's not tortured. In my in my experience, yes. I don't find that. I find uh, them to be. Poorly, not great written in the sense that, like, it is everything is his weird viewpoints of the world in parentheticals around what the characters like. You know, uh, Bob was a company man, comma, and that's what, you know, and, and, and it'll be like, and he, uh, Bob was a company man, and he knew that his his god would never believe in this kind of work. Okay, all right, and okay. then And then, like, weird little, and then it, and not, and then it'll be like, not that he believes in God because he was a Russian. Like, that would right. be the parenthetical. Right, right, right. Like, there's yeah. nothing that you learn about the character that isn't <clears throat> in 
a semi a, 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 at the end of a sentence right, with right. a comma or a parenthesis around it. I agree because like I haven't read a Tom Clancy since The Hunt for Red October actually, mm-hmm. but I do remember like when reading that book. It was just a really arduous read yeah. because it had that – it was very Dickensian to me in that it would be like, okay, the action in this scene is like guy opens door. But it's 70 paragraphs long of like me telling him about like his hometown and when he came oh, to the okay. – and I'm like – I don't well, yes. like super preloaded fiction. Like I don't like high expository fiction like that. Mm. Like if you want to tell me about his hometown, show me a scene from his hometown. Yeah. Like I have a more I, thought- I have a more movie oriented opinion about how I want my spy fiction I to be. I, I want scenes, not you telling me a long history of Monsk right. or some shit, right? Well, and I so think- that's what I remember about it. But well, the other you know, thing I haven't read much time fantasy you get like. Bob approached the door. Yeah. The door was a Boeing 4753, <laughs> six inches thick, five hundred pounds. Right. Nothing yeah. that uh, nothing that right. uh, nothing two, the two right. grenades in Bob's po- right. pocket wouldn't take care of. Yeah. Not that he needed them. Like it's like that kind <laughs> of shit, awesome. right? Dude, you you could write a Clancy novel. Oh, you have got this. Well, style. there's also it's very formulaic in the sense yeah. that you usually have you alternate chapters between good guy, bad guy. Okay, and and All right. and they're. So you get like you kind of comment on the other person oh, okay. as they're an adversarial, and then they eventually meet at the end and blows up. And that's the end of the book. It's okay. very like All right. almost computer generated. Okay. That said, All right. I got this book. Now I saw this when I walked in. I saw this on the table here, and I was wondering if it was podcast or if it was just something that was there because I couldn't see the yeah. title. Now that I can see the title, I would have known immediately okay. it was podcast. Yes, it's <laughs> called Slingshot. Okay. A spy catcher novel. That's this is good. a series of books. Called Spy Catcher. Spy Catcher. Spy by Matthew catcher. Dunn, who apparently once worked for MI6. This is him. He, he actually looks a little there. MI6. I could yeah. see that. So the, the main character right. works at MI6. Okay. Good. Very good with the ladies. Oh, is yeah. he? Um, I, do you it, think Michael Dunn this, is good with the ladies? I read this. Yes. Why? Because I had thought that was the best of the choices I had. That was the best you could do. All right. Uh, it's one of the worst things I've ever read. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, maybe Clancy was way better than I thought. Cause this guy's totally aping Clancy in every sense. Right, right, right. The dialogue is absolutely like, there are places like, it's like, uh, he pounds the table. Don't you tell me what to do. Excla- I mean, it's like <laughs> the craziest, like it, there were several points I'm laughing out loud reading, okay. reading the things. Um, so I've, I've marked a couple. I wish I started early, but I just want to right. read a couple. Okay, hit me. To, to, to hit you off with this. Okay, so um, the, na- his, the name, guy from MI6, his name is Will. Okay, okay hit. All right. As the waiter returned to the inside of the cafe, Will took a sip of the sweet tea and tried to relax. The aromatic smell of the hookah tobacco wafted across his table and prompted brief memories. Okay. Now, what I'm gonna, brief, what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, memories. What, these the brief memories, memories. These are not the. When it prompted the memory, it didn't just prompt the memory and then he briefly thought no. about it. It prompted brief, brief memory memories specific. So we're yes. pre-selecting from the set of memories that were not long yes. to begin with. Now, what what I'm about to read now? Yes. Is one sentence. What? Okay. Just one sentence. All right. Ready? He recalled walking through a vibrant and bustling Moroccan souk one evening. 
comma, following one of his Syrian agents, comma, who was unaware of his presence and was headed to a covert meeting with an Iranian t- intelligence <laughs> operator, <laughs> a- a- officer, semicolon, sitting in a cafe similar to this one, comma, in Cairo, comma, scouring the buildings opposite to spot the man who planted the bomb in the cafe and was waiting for the right <laughs> moment to blow it apart and to kill the man who were sitting three tables away from him, semicolon. <laughs> Drinking tea in a, uh, a Bedouin tent with a Jordanian tribal leader who believed he could help Will negotiate the wreaths of American air, uh, aid worker who had been captured by a gang of criminals with affiliation to an Al-Qaeda cell, semicolon. Jesus. And eating dates and baklava with a stunning Lebanese woman who told him that she was falling for him, comma, when in fact, she, when in fact Will knew she wanted to put a bullet in his head. <laughs> that is a page and a half so- of one sentence. That is not super. I can flip to right, more. That's not. That's, that's not, not a uncommon. Rare incident. This one is just particularly awesome in that I noticed it with all the semicolons in it. But so I, I will. Will's s- got a lot going on. Will Will does have a lot going on. So one thing that's you know, I, I guess I would say. So having written two books now, mm-hmm. I will say that in general. I feel like something that I don't see many people do in fiction at all when you read it is I feel like most authors don't have a reason why the shit on the page was on the page. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of interesting. It reminds me a lot of the game design thing. Like, Jonathan Blow calls this eating at the Sizzler. Right, where, where you just, just like it's just whatever tossing. the fuck you just like throwing things in there because I don't know like you thought that was cool at the time, but you don't have any concrete reason why this thing has it's to. It's not serving right? to develop the character like any of that. Well, so yeah, so basically, uh, you know, I don't know the context of this particular story that we're talking about, but that there is a classic example of like okay, I a obviously couldn't come up with a better way to introduce whatever the background stuff is there that I want to introduce than having the character remember it explicitly. Right. So I'm, it's not like a chapter where we see something from this person's past. No. We're just going to like... He's recalling He's it. fucking smelling a hookah pipe and uh-huh. that's making him remember other times. So he's read Malcolm Gladwell's The Power of Smell right. book, right. right? Which talks about how the, the best... You know, memory performance comes to do when smell. you sniff things, right. right? And that's why, like, all of the great mentalists mm-hmm. of their day always were sniffing shit all the time. Exactly. Rain Man stunk. Right. Yeah, exactly. Very, very stinky Rain Man. Uh, no, you're thinking of, that's a different Malcolm Gladwell book. The, the, <laughs> the Autist Rain Man or whatever. Stinks. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, in that case, like, he didn't do that. And then he was just like, so what was the point of all that stuff? It's like... We wanted to show that he had like a crazy spy past or whatever, yes. right? At so page he just six hundred into an so eight hundred page book. So he just slams a bunch of random right. shit in there that like doesn't have any like. If you were gonna do that, right? The cool thing to do would be to have a reason why the thing that he was remembering that shows you his spy past has some payoff yes. later. Like, why does this woman want to put a bullet in his head or whatever the fuck? Like, that should have been something. But in these books, a lot of times, none of that stuff is true. They're just like, he just thought it there's, was cool. It was like masturbatory comic book mm-hmm. kinds of shit. Well, there's an amazing part in here where Kronos, the master... Do I, the do master, I want to know who that is? He's the master uh, assassin. Okay. The okay. best assassin of all time. I'm sure he is. 
He when he's not an assassin, okay. He he's a school teacher. Oh. And he stays at home with his two young blonde boys. It's touching. And tells them stories. About um well A master assassin. No. He's okay. telling a story about uh an evil giant earthworm that lives in, what? The, in the black forest. Okay, so and then hold on a great hold on a second. That actually sounds like this book is starting to get good. Right. If it was a comedy. Right. So there's a, a giant earthworm that lives in the black forest. <laughs> and right. he's telling and his sons are like, Oh daddy, tell me more. And he's yeah. like, Well, there is an evil songbird that comes oh. to the forest and says, I will give you ten dead cows. And the 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 earthworm turns on the songbird and then the mighty and all of these Wait, where is he gonna get the cow? Cow? Huh? They're getting cows. That, Who's that, getting cows? They're giving cows to the earthworm. Okay, so the earthworm... Uh, he's giant earthworm. He eats cows. Giant earthworm eats cows. Yes. The songbird has... Delivers has, the cows. So the songbird... I just want to make sure I have this because it sounds really good. The songbird has procured some cows. Yes. He, he has a line, if you right. will, on ten cows so the way that it works the earthworm is, can have. Yeah, and the songbird Is this wants, a bargain? The songbird wants yeah, an exchange. The songbird wants the giant earthworm to kill the golden eagle. Okay, alright. And, okay. and, and of now, course... Why, why oh, is that? The songbird and the golden eagle, have they had a a bird feud going? Is there been a falling out yes. between the avian well, members of the this fairy tale? the best part of all tale? this... Is every one of them like they aren't? They, they, there is not indirect symbolism. The songbird is literally the bad spy. The golden eagle is okay. the good spy. What are the cows? The earthworms—that's the money that's being traded. Oh, and, and the I see. earthworm I see. is the super bad guy in this book. His okay. name is Klaus Strieber. And he okay. has some amazing pounding the table and says, okay. "I don't care what you say." Okay. Anyway, it's a mate. It's now. So crazy. what you're saying basically is this thing with the songbird. It's a metaphor. Yes, it is a metaphor, Jeff. Yes, it and is a well, metaphor for the larger story. He he uh, he goes to make his. He's supposed to assassinate this um, world leader. Okay, and he decides not to after making Why? the airplane that the world leader. He arranges for the airplane that the world leader is on to crash. He has taken Ooh. over the airport what? that he knows where it's going to crash. Wait, what? But he airplane... knows they're going to survive. Airplanes somehow. don't really crash at airports. They usually just crash into well, yeah, well, terrain, that, right? Yeah, he, well, he, he set it up because okay, he's come... master assassin. Right, right, well, yes. Obviously. And, then yes. He, um, and then he's about to shoot the the. Wait, uh, but the airplane crashes and everybody dead? No, they survive. No? And then he, but he knew they were going to survive. What? And then he he's going to assassinate the world leader with a gun. I'm like, I don't know what this crazy plot is. Like, all this plotting, he could have just blown the plane up. It's very strange. Anyway, right at the last minute, he changes his mind. Yes. And so, uh, in the story, the earthworm does not kill the golden eagle. I think is how it worked. Uh, okay. And so his kids go, but what about the songbird? He needs to be punished. And the dad goes, you're right. And then the master assassin hooks up with Will what? to go get the songbird. So they, that's, and it was all so due to his kids saying, so you father. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Yes. This, I don't know if this the, my, yes. is a lot like the Whitney Houston song. 
the children, Jeff, the mm-hmm. children are the future, and yeah. if we teach them well, which is what this metaphor was yes. doing, they will lead the way, Jeff. They, led they the will way. lead the way if we let them. And he let them, yes. and now they have killed the songbird. Yeah, Something that people have totally failed to do in the whole history of the cow trade, the songbird has reigned supreme, and yet now, thanks to the secret that the children have shared with us, it has been resolved. Here's one more that I thought that cracked me. There's a lot. I marked some more, but I'll just read you one more. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this is the plane is crashing. It's right crashing. Now. It's crashing. Okay. Thoughts race through Will's mind. What would it Will, be like? Will, Will is on the plane. Will is on the plane. Why is Will on the plane? We don't want to know. It's a long. Don't story. ask the question. Yeah. Don't ask the question. Just read the book. Yeah. Oh, you, everyone should read this book. That's just okay. my idea. Do you think this should be a bestseller? <laughs> no, just not for the reasons that that, that he, he would hopes. prefer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Thoughts race through Will's mind. Yep. What would it be like? Quick as a bullet, or a body lacerated by shards of metal? Did he regret anything? Wait. Hold on. Why is a body lacerated by shards of metal different than a bullet? A bullet is one shard of but metal it, lacerated. But one is quick as a bullet. Quick as a bullet or a body lacerated by shards of metal. Those aren't speeds. Hold on. Did he regret anything? Yeah, every damn fucking thing. <laughs> Five yards to the ground. I'll soon be with you, Dad. <clears throat> Finally get a chance oh. to grab that beer together. Is Mum with you? What the Do they have fuck? beer where you are? <laughs> I love that two yards from the Do runway. They have beer. Two yards from where the runway. You are. He was like thinking about his father. He got sidetracked by the beer thing. He right. like, oh, a beer would be great now. Right. Wonder if that beer. They probably have beer, but not the kind I want. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, it's right. like one of those places. Yeah. You go in there, you want to get like right. a lager. They're not, yeah. no, just IPA bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like wheat or something. Yeah. I just love that. At his death, heaven just doesn't seem to have the microbrews that I want. Yeah, then yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So, <clears throat> if I may, mm-hmm. I feel like this guy and CNN would actually get along pretty well. Yeah. Like they they seem to have similar perspectives on the whole plane tragedy scenario. There's a well, lot this of interest. This is a complex situation with a lot of Has angles CNN that need to be into explored. the beer situation? I don't, I don't know. think so. Where exactly? Wherever right. the 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 uh, Well, we were talking <clears throat> about this yesterday of like they're really on the last loop around on this stupid fucking plane. Right, right. They're really pulling the yeah. the the limits here. Yes. So the only thing they can really do What's the name of this? MH seven thirty or what's the name of the plane again? It's got some name they use. I have no idea. Okay. Oh, you're saying yeah. They they use yeah. the call letters of the plane all the time. They're like whatever it is, but I don't remember yes. what they are because I don't watch CNN. Yes. But it's, I do go to the webpage the like web every day, and hysterical. I cut out a picture of it and I send it to you because yeah. I know you love it. It's so <clears throat> crazy. Yeah. So the only thing they have because they found a beep. And apparently right. the beep is the twice, Jeff. Yeah. Twice they found a beep, they and then later beep on twice. they said they got the beep again. A beep and another beep. Um, and you can follow Casey at cmuratory at Twitter, and you can get these updates. Not as really, well. because you have to follow both of us because I That's send true. them directly to you. So you'd have to follow at cmuratory and at Jeff at Rad right. if you really want you the be high quality. Or you could just go to cnn.com and, and hit F five because every time you hit it, it will have a new, new stupid thing. plain fact. So now that they're down, they're going to find that thing. It'll be over. The only thing to speculate on after this is the afterlife. 
Where are right. these passengers? Right, right. Where yes. are they now? Yes. Did they go to heaven? Right. We are going to look back at right. the life of ev- all 200 yes. passengers yeah, and exactly. decide whether they were naughty or nice right, right. to yes. determine where they yes. are based on their religion, right. speculate artist's rendering of how they imagine I don't these think, things. So I think you are underestimating CNN considerably. Okay. okay? Because that you is actually they... somewhat farcical, what you're saying. I don't think they would actually do a like afterlife <laughs> now see cnn would absolutely do something ridiculous like do a moment of silence or something like they would do that kind of stuff but i don't think they're going to go that way but i do think they're going to stretch this out because i think they've got tons of angles they can still continue to milk like the cover-up why what weren't we told oh, about flight mh730 right what are the also so they will find you know because there's going to be like hundreds of crackpots out there Mm-hmm. Who have crazy theories about what that happened. Yep. And CNN will take every single one of those seriously, right? They will have like a 2020 style show right. every night that's like, you know, on the, on the trail of flight MH730 or whatever that's it awesome. is, right? And they will press every last, you know, uh, drop of olive oil from these totally spent olives <laughs> till it's the most these rancid, <laughs> silty crap you could possibly imagine. Oh, God. Anyway, yes. that book is called Slingshot. It's by Matthew Dunn. You have probably just yeah, sold a lot of thing, copies for him. This, this, the other thing is I, the descriptions that they get for the back of the book are also awesome. Yes. Great imagination. <laughs> uh, full throttle suspense storytelling. <laughs> Who are these from? Who said that? Jeffrey Deaver and the other one is Lee Child. Are any of these people oh, book reviewers? Good. Are any this. of these people book reviewers? Are they just no, people? We don't have any idea. Awesome. They don't say. I also like this where they put a little star like one of those starbursts. Yes. It says thrilling low price. Wait, it says thrilling yeah. low price? Thrilling the price is But it's the... thrilling cuz it's a thriller, Casey. Spy catching. Not necessarily. Spy catching they might just be suggesting that the thrilling part is the fact that the price was low. Oh, that's I mean, true. you don't know what they're trying to imply it's there. It's not that cheap. You're... I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah? How much uh, was it? it? It was $8. I think you overpaid, my friend. Yeah, I did. I think you overpaid. Hey, let's put that aside. That is pretty amazing. I, I, I also had a bad run in with fiction recently, uh, unfortunately. Oh, okay. What well, did you end up? Well, I went to the theater. Mm hmm. To see a play. Is this a play you saw Saturday that was a bit terrible? It is. It is. So I tried to think afterwards. I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen up into the hundreds play-wise. Like, probably not like 200, because it's actually pretty hard to have seen 200 plays in your life unless you live in New York. Okay. You you know, you'd have to really work at it. That's four years every week. So, yeah, that's um, a lot of work. So, I mean, I, but I've seen, you know, I've probably seen 100 plays, yeah. 150 plays, something like that. A lot of plays. Uh, if, especially if you counted musicals in there. Because, uh, you know, I've seen like 50-some-odd musicals, and I've probably seen, you know, at least that many or more plays. This was probably the worst play wow. that I'd ever seen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that includes play festivals. Like, this was actually, this oh, is actually man. including... Um, and <clears throat> much like with music play festivals, you see stuff works in progress. You see works in progress. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen some, I have seen musicals sometimes have an easier job of being really terrible because the music can also be terrible. Like you, you right. have a lot of more ability to really push the awful button when you're a musical than yes. you do with a play. Cause a play is fundamentally just people standing around talking. Yes. And so there's only a certain amount of, 
uncomfortableness that you can introduce there. Whereas if people can also suddenly break into song, yeah. that just gives you, it's just a much wider gamut, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the whole thing with people talking about, you know, 1080p, right? It's like, you know, you just have so much more resolution to show the image, I right? See. And it's not that you couldn't make an equally shitty movie at 480p. It's just like it brings out. It's got this it extra, this extra out. palette yeah. that the director has to work with when they have a crisper picture. It can really bring some of it home. Yeah. So anyway, point being, um, play-wise, this one was probably the worst I'd, I'd ever actually seen. Okay. And it was pretty impressive. It was a a play. That did have music in it. Okay. But it was not a musical. Okay. It was like radio or just Uh, a soundtrack to the play? So they had like a band on the stage that would play music at, I'm not going to say appropriate times, so I'll just say at times. Okay. So for example, in one case where, where it was appropriate, it would be like, they are at a bar or something, and okay. then the band plays some music that would be playing um, in this bar at the same time. Right? Okay. So it's like, at that point, it's basically like atmospheric. Sure. Right? Uh, but During it is. chase scenes, hmm. there's Benny Hill, that kind of thing. Uh, that, so that, you know, that's like the 39 steps or something, right. uh, which, which, while I did not particularly love it, it was so much better. I would have gladly sat through that again right. instead of this. Uh, no, this was not a match. What was the one we saw that we both hated, and we were both watching it kind of amused that the other person was hating it? And, that was and the, if we that had shared the, the fact that we were hating it, we both left. The that calculator. Was the adding machine. Oh, adding machine, yes. Yes. You, you were too far forward in time. You were close with yeah. calculator. You just, right. yeah. The abacus. Uh, so, no. So, this play, um, unfortunately, I don't really know that I. We'll see. I don't want to spend too long recounting it, probably, unless it goes somewhere good, because I just feel like it was... It's just terrible. It was just legitimately terrible, and I don't know how funny it was. started talking about some other fiction, so go to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how funny it was. Wait, what did you just say? Well, you you said uh, (laughs) I I read some fiction recently. No, no, I'm talking about this was the fiction I I encountered. I I understand. Uh, This was a play, Mm -hmm. so it was set in apartheid South Africa. Of course it was. So it was... It was about that. I'm sure if you're going to use such a heightened time and place, it's got to be all about apartheid. So hold on. So it was set in in apartheid South Africa. Mm -hmm. And this play checked off. Like, I can give you a list. I don't mean check off like the Russian novels. I mean check off like in a list of Mm -hmm. to-dos. I can give you a list of things. And I did this for musicals on a podcast long ago, actually, when we were talking about Shrek the Musical. I I kind of alluded to this list for musicals, which I do have. (laughs) Uh, like never do these things. Video, oh, okay. video screens, uh, oh, tap tap line. Like yeah. I'm just like just mm-hmm. never do them. If you have them in your thing, you better be awesome and know that you're doing it to reference this thing. Like you'd better be referencing a tap line, not in earnest. Think you are bringing something to the New. art of tap line yeah. uh-huh. because. That is not possible. Right. There is nowhere to go that, right? Like, dream ballet, don't do it. Yeah. It was bad in Oklahoma, it's bad now, right? All right? So anyway, in plays, there's a list of these things, too. Like, and sometimes you can get away with it. Like, if you're going to, like, have a narrator who talks to the audience, even, even Tennessee Williams, the plays would have been much better if they just cut it. <laughs> because it makes everyone uncomfortable and confused like it's like it's like it makes it hard to get into the scene when there's someone like talking at you you know 
making it a non-fictional experience anymore. Like, it's like we're having a discussion before the play about the play, and it just doesn't make any sense. So this thing hit all of those things. Like, it had narration, you know, it had extraneous music happening for no reason on the stage. It had singing songs that were not written for this play okay. in the play. Oh, awesome. And they were like period inappropriate. And so, like it just did all of these uh, sort of amazing things. Audience participation. Oh. Like it just, it racked oh. them all up. And oh. it was like one of these things where like it even got me by surprise because I'm like, there's only like three people in this play. It's ostensibly a relatively serious play. I mean, it's in apartheid mm-hmm. South Africa. It deals with adultery. Okay. Does it have anything going on <clears throat> with the apartheid part? No, I'm going to get to that in one second. <laughs> God damn it. So, uh, and they managed to have, the joke. yeah, they managed to have a scene with audience participation. I'm like, cause I, ne- I thought they, they couldn't that? hit that one, right? Yeah. I thought they couldn't hit that one. Yeah. That doesn't seem like you can do that. In All a right. Serious so this, play. so this play, raise your hand if you hate yeah. slavery. Right. Exactly. Yeah. To get the, the yeah. Right. To get things started, mm-hmm. the person, the, the narrator of the play, um, which, uh, okay. So God, I'm, I, I, it's all mixed up in my head now, all mm-hmm. the horrible things. So there's one other thing uh, called spoken stage direction, which very few plays do. <laughs> but some plays, especially avant-garde plays, right, they have the characters read the stage direction out loud. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're the type the of person... The characters or the stage manager? Like, is it someone... The Usually when you're doing the reading, the, s- the director will it read it. It depends. Okay. All right. Now, I will say for those of you who are not into theater... I could easily see why you would think that that was just absolutely ridiculous, right? You're just like, that is pretentious theater crap, right? Uh, and you're mostly right, but I will say that there are some super awesome modern playwrights, like people who are just really, really good, like way better than whoever put shot this thing out mm-hmm. on stage, who have done that, and it's awesome. Like okay. if you, there's a play called The Brother's Size, which is really good. Uh, that uses red stage direction. Okay. And it's awesome. Like, it's just like, that's great. Never would have thought you could do that. You totally can do that. Like, that guy, totally, totally yeah, rocking, okay. right? He he thought of that on the 999th step of his Malcolm Gladwell yes. pacing when he and wrote he came this particular to it. play. And he came yeah. to it, and he was on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> this one, not so. This one has stage direction in the thing. The characters read the stage direction, and there is no reason for it. It's like the character... <laughs> is like walking around on stage and they just read the stage like, direction for him to walk. It was no reason for it at all. It was so, completely extraneous. I have no idea why the stage direction was read. So they would they but, would they would not so when they changed the scene, they would walk across the thing and say exterior library. Uh that is not stage direction. That is the setting. Okay. The stage direction is brackets Philemon takes the dishes from the dishwasher and puts them into the sink. <laughs> awesome. Or something like that. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a character action or, uh, or description of the setting. So you wouldn't say, say interior whatever night. Right. You would say like the fog around the bar was heavy. Like that right. was getting read in this play as well. Okay. So awesome. you're close. It's just they didn't read the literally the byline. The right. scene bylines weren't read. So, um, yeah, so in this play, it opens with the dude saying, the narrator specifically saying, (laughs) this is a story that only could have happened in apartheid South Africa. (laughs) He says this literally. So he does not imply it. He does not hint at it. He says the words, 
this story could only, only. have happened mm-hmm. in apartheid South Africa. Okay. Could it? The story has no reference to apartheid South Africa <laughs> whatsoever, except for three interstitial scenes, which do not involve the main characters in any way, <laughs> where the narrator tells one of the main characters who does not participate about something that happened in South Africa. Oh, I, oh that's amazing. It is literally not in any way integrated into the plot. It was stunning to watch. I kept waiting for the reason why this thing had to be in South South Africa. Did not have to no be pay. in South Africa. That's it was amazing. amazing. So the whole play was absolutely terrible. The dialogue was awful. The characters were awful. The plot was awful. The music sucked. And do you know the stri- the song Strange Fruit? Have you ever heard this song? I don't know. That sounds totally familiar to me. The song Strange Fruit... Fruit refers to and it, it, it's something that i think people will will maybe know the song it's it, admittedly it's a bit obscure today like if you asked a 14 year old the song strange they're like i have no fucking idea. like i think it's by keisha or something they'd okay. say, but no so the song strange fruit if i remember correctly because i haven't heard it in a while but it's a song that was like about black lynchings like about okay. about black people being hung from trees the strange fruit was the fact I that see. there were bodies right. right hanging from trees um and i believe it was uh you know a song about uh our south okay i'm pretty sure right they sing that entire song in the middle of this play and i'm like the play is not about oppression. <laughs> you failed to include that in the play. You can't just have what is supposed to be a sad moment for an oppressed minority in a play where, A, there are no uh, oppressors. Right. There are no white people in this play, no government officials, no interaction with the government, no interaction with the companies. There are only black people, only living their lives, and they are unaffected. They are literally unaffected. They don't show a single scene in the whole play. That's amazing. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. And of course, because it's Seattle, uproarious applause at the end of this play. Yeah. I mean, well, you like, said it even got good reviews, which is amazing. I find out later that Ben Brantley, the theater critic for the New York Times, right, who I have to say at this point I have no faith in, <laughs> called it, and I quote, a nearly perfect play. Oh my god. So that has caused me to basically say the New York Times no longer Can't right. Trust it. I should have written you off with Judith Miller. Like I should have been like, you know what? The whole Saddam Hussein weapons of mass destruction thing, I'm not reading your paper. <laughs> I'm not reading your fucking paper anymore. All right? Because you don't know what's going on. You have no right. idea what's going on, right? This underscored it. It was like, all right, now the New York Times is done. We're not <laughs> going to the website anymore. We're not reading the articles anymore. We're just, we're done. You have no editorial standards. I do not trust you. That's right? amazing. Well, the play I actually saw was a Chekhov play, coincidentally. Oh. It was the... Okay. This uh, was not a Chekhov play, obviously. This, but. Right. It'd be awesome. If we're... Yeah. I've heard Chekhov plays are extremely laborious. They're, Is that yeah, true? Yeah. They, they're dense. I would it's have liked to have Russian. seen... Was it the Seagull that you saw? Seagull. I wanted to see the Seagull. It was here, and I fucked up my ticket dates. I was really mm. pissed about that, because I, I really did want to see it. Nobody performs Chekhov it's one of hardly the first, at all. It's, it's very hard to see Chekhov yeah. because nobody nobody wants to see Chekhov. I think yeah. is basically what happens. It's just it's, like it, it is it it's long and dense, 
And I mean, it's a comedy, but in that really dark, weird way where okay. nothing ends up good. Okay. And but it's one of the first plays within a play thing. Okay. So they do a lot of stuff with that, and they do have a little bit of spoken stage direction around that part. Okay. Um, it was directed coincidentally. So a friend of Don was in it, so that's why I went. It, it was right. directed by you. You know, uh, Fish Called Wanda. I know the movie, of course. And you remember John Cleese's wife, who was. Um, You're. Who the, do the, do, she's very prim and proper, and she she's like. Yeah, uh, I don't really remember her. I know the character, but I don't really remember right, right, the right. actress. And this her she she was very good in it. Okay, okay. And she does all and and she does theater as oh. straight person comedy. Like okay, she okay. Teaches that. Oh, okay. Anyway, and so she was the director, okay. which was just an odd. Okay, like, yeah. All right, crazy. I didn't yeah. expect that for a really. She must be really old now. She was old in in Jung, in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I assume I. Uh, uh, they didn't have an updated picture of her, all but right. I guess she was a, uh, a theater actress uh, actor in uh, England, even you know during that. Uh, a thespian, if yes. you will. Yes. Woof for Wanda. It says Woof for Wanda. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was okay. It was it, all right. But, but um, well, yeah, I'm, glad, it, I it I'm glad I missed it when it was here because they actually had uh, the Seagull Project here, which was a thing where they actually gave the actors like several months, I think, to work on the play, mm. which sounded awesome because normally actors get three weeks. Yeah. Right. It's like people don't. Uh, I almost well, never like almost never criticize. I only applaud acting in regional theater in general, just because you almost have no time. Yeah. You almost, like, the writing I always criticize because they had as much time as they fucking wanted, yeah. right? But the acting, if it's good, it's really a miracle. The people are just naturals at that point because they yeah, don't I have see. any fucking time yeah, yeah. to get it good. Well, you know supposedly what I mean? this is one of the hardest plays to do in terms of, it's almost all subtext. Okay. So it's a famous one for like actors to act like the, the uh, characters for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to get to okay, the point yeah. where they're supposed to just be like, what is said is supposed to be as unimportant, is important as what isn't. It's like all that okay. kind of really heavy duty. There's a very so famous production of it in Central Park. They, they do Shakespeare in the Park and they did, Okay. Uh, for one of them, they did the check off in the park. Check off in the park, and it's kind of crazy. So uh, I don't have Wikipedia in front of me, but the cast for that is the craziest cast. Oh, is it like all famous people or something? It's ev like it's like reading. You like Meryl Streep, Philip okay. Seymour Hoffman, okay, Natalie right. Portman, right. Sean Penn. It okay. goes, but and like that for like five minutes. You're just like okay. So All every 15, single part like it's is that it's like there's here. maybe 20 people in the right. play that have lines. Okay. Every single one of them's played by like uh, an insane Not just an actor but a very famous very actor. Very right. famous uh, uh, Hollywood actor, so you're That's get awesome. That. But it is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um anyway. It was okay. Well, I All think right. we have wrapped up we another ridiculous episode right. of the Jeff and Casey show. Right. Okay, well, uh, if you want us to talk about your favorite novel, that's true. Or play. If, you, if you would like a piece of fiction mm -hmm. reviewed, uh, if we kind of wanted to do a piece of game fiction at some point, yes, that's but true. the problem we were having with that is like they take like twenty hours to play, yes. so it's kind of hard for Jeff and I to get together and actually play an entire game to get the fiction yes. out of it. So I don't know how we're going to do that. Someday, hopefully, we we 
get a chance to do that. Yeah, we're going to do um, and really explore the subtext in Farmville and really go over <laughs> the subtleties. Uh, well, right, I wish you could have been us. there for, uh, for Gears of War uh, because Gears of War is kind of interesting in the fact that there's just a ton of cutscenes in it. Mm-hmm. But they're I've like, seen a lot of those because yeah, that's one of our yeah. tests. It's, yeah, but it's, I don't know what's going on. So the, interest, the, the best thing about it uh, I'll just throw it at the end here because there isn't much. I don't really want to go through the plot of Gears of War because I I can't remember it. It's so tortured and weird. Uh, the most awesome thing about Gears of War is like this is a thing that takes place like really far in the future, right? And they've got all this advanced weaponry and crazy things and all planet colonization and all this stuff, right? So there's like a lot going I on. Mean, I mean, this is far, far in the future. There's one black dude. Total, as far as I can tell. Uh, I guess I think in Gears of War 3, they might have introduced a second one. There's one black dude. He is a football player. <laughs> Talks like he's from the inner city. Oh. Right? It is like... Oh. It is like they, they didn't stop to even think about how they would age the racism forward. <laughs> they just went ahead and go, like, what is the most stereotypical, <laughs> like, black person's portrayal? It was like the robots and Transformers. Yeah, Remember the racist robots and Transformers? They did that, and, like... Said it they 200 years from now. Yeah, they don't stop. It's yeah. that, it's, he's full 100% volume, that character, like, the entire <laughs> fucking thing. And you're just like, seriously, guys? Like... Did you? Did nobody, you? Is that nobody just what anything? you wanted to do? No, nobody, nobody. Yeah, and they're like, nope, it's cool. Um, of course, there weren't any women in the thing for like multiple yeah. things either. So I suppose that's that's part of it anyway. But it was pretty interesting. Uh, it was pretty, pretty interesting to, to that degree, anyways. But well, email us at podcast at jeffandcaseyshow You should definitely email podcast at jeffandcaseyshow if you've got something that you would like us to cover, yeah. something that you feel like the liberal media. Is hiding. Is not covering because right. of their obvious bias. That's right. Right? We will take Don't care send of it. it to Fox News. No. Don't, send, don't trust it to Fox News. Mm-mm. You need to come to the real alternative media. <laughs> right. You need to come to where shit gets analyzed, <laughs> That's right. reanalyzed, and then analyzed again until it's completely unrecognizable. That's exactly The right. Jeff and Casey Show. We hope to see you here next week. Yes, we'll see you next week, and we'll probably do McGruff the Crime Dog. We'll cover that. We, we nearly got to McGruff we the Crime Dog this time. I feel like McGruff, we are, we are right nipping the at the heels, if you will, <laughs> oh, of McGruff the Crime Dog. All right. Well, thanks hey, thanks, everybody, in. and we'll see you next week.